Hey guys, you're listening to English Made Simple. This is episode number 55, número 55. Hola muchachos, Milena here from EnglishMadeSimple.net. What's up? How's it going? How's your week going so far? Hmm, interesting. Muy interesante. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. That's cool. So, I'm here with my friend uh, from Spain. My friend from Spain, uh, Añares. Tempranillo from Spain says hello. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Welcome to English Made Simple, amigos, where we learn to speak English with confidence. And you've just met my friend, um, Añares. From Bodegas Olara. <laughs> That's actually wine from Spain, okay? I'm allowed. I suggest you grab an energy drink or a cup of coffee, not wine. Grab a cup of coffee because this episode will blow your mind. It's going to blow your socks off. You will have to stay alert during this episode. I will cover some heavy stuff. You know, call me a nerd or whatever. So, here we go. Lots of grammar to cover. Time to learn something new. Radio. You know how I mentioned uh, stative verbs in the past episode, episode number 54? And I mentioned what it was. And uh, let me just remind you. Stative verbs are verbs that express a state rather than an action. When I say state, I mean a condition. They are not used in the continuous form, even when we talk about temporary situations or what we are doing right now. So these verbs are known as static, that's another word, and they don't change their form. There is no obvious action. There is no ing, ing form, okay? There is no continuous form for these verbs. And guess uh, what? They are mostly in present simple tense, okay? So, I want to make it easy for you guys. Stative verbs can be classified into four groups, into four categories. It will be easy for you to remember if I just break it down into four categories. So, we use stative verbs when we want to show opinion or thoughts. For example, verbs like to believe, to understand, to know. We use stative verbs when we want to show possession. That's the second group, when we want to show possession. Verbs like to have, to own, to possess. And we use stative verbs when we want to show senses, different senses. Verbs like to hear, smell, see, and feel, for example. And lastly, the fourth category, we use stative verbs when we want to show emotion. Verbs like to love, to like, to hate, to want, and to need. Remember in the last episode, I used that example from McDonald's. I'm loving it. You know, you're welcome to use that um, slogan for English Made Simple. You can also say, I'm loving it. I'm loving English Made Simple. I don't mind. You can use that. Anyway, let's continue. So that was steady verbs. But... The verbs that can be used in continuous form are called dynamic verbs or action verbs. These verbs have a duration 
and they occur over time. They describe an activity. So this is opposite of steady verbs. They're called dynamic verbs or action verbs. Whew, are we doing well so far? Have another sip of that coffee because we are going to continue. And guys, there are also some verbs that can be either dynamic or stative, depending on their meaning and context in the sentence. So, some verbs can be both dynamic and stative, huh? just to confuse us even more. In the next episode, number 56, I want to explain more about dynamic verbs. Uh, I will use more examples and uh, hopefully that will... Um, help you understand a little bit better. So in this episode, I just want to quickly introduce you to two verbs that can be both dynamic and stative. Yes, guys, the verbs can be both dynamic and stative. You can use it in both um, forms. Pay attention because the meaning is completely different. Okay, if we use one in dynamic and one in stative form, the meaning will change. Okay. Let's see if I can explain this in five minutes or less because maybe this episode goes a little bit over five minutes because I love to talk. So, guys, here's some examples. Examples of verbs that can be either dynamic or stative. Verbs like to think, to hear, to have and to see. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you some examples. Um, I'll give you two examples. Uh, I'll use the verb to think and to hear. And let's see if you can spot the difference in the meaning. So in the first example, to think. In the stative form, we use to think to give an opinion. Okay, so here's an example. I think... People should stop watching TV. There's a lot of rubbish on TV. So that's my opinion. I think people should stop watching TV. There's a lot of rubbish on TV. Rubbish, basura. In this case, the word think is used to give an opinion on something. Now, the same verb can be used in a dynamic form, but it has a different meaning. Okay, here's the example. Using the verb think. Mm, I'm thinking about buying a new phone. I am thinking about buying a new phone. In this case, think has a different meaning. It's an action. I'm describing a process. I am planning something, but I'm not sure if I should buy the phone or not. I'm thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not giving uh, my opinion. I'm just thinking about something, okay? It's a process. Now, Next word to hear can either be stative or dynamic. Example number two, to hear, which is oir. Stative form would be, you hear my voice coming from your listening device, like either your phone or your computer. So you hear my voice coming from your phone, for example. The same verb used in dynamic form would be, You are hearing voices, for example. You are hearing voices. So we are using the ing form of this verb. You are hearing voices. Same as in the previous example, we use the ing form, which describes an action usually. You are hearing voices has a completely different meaning. It means you are imagining things. It means the voices 
are not real. You're hearing voices. Maybe they're not real. It's in your head. <laughs> anyway, I hope that made sense. Okay. I introduce you to stative and dynamic verbs. And in the next episode, I will give you more examples. This is going into the advanced level of English. So if you can see the difference between dynamic and stative, you're well on your way to speaking English confidently and fluently. Excellent. And this is the end, my friends, until we meet again. Have a great rest of the week and I shall speak with you soon. My friend Tempranillo says hello. All right. Hasta la próxima. Ciao.